0: My
1: spidey senses tingling. Hello. That, of course, is the voice of the Digital Evangelist. You've heard him on the Comixologist Podcast. And you know him as At Slim on the Twitter. And this is Paper Keg, episode 58. Welcome to the show uh,
2: Inarguably the greatest comic book podcast ever recorded
0: Inarguably A very strong point can be made for those thank you. facts that just rattled out uh,
2: papercake.com We talk about industry news The books we're reading And we do a book club You know? We're changing it up Big time this week. Archie marries Veronica.
3: How can we have this theme song? And Betty. And talk about an Archie book.
2: Uh, And also, Archie marries Betty. You know? People are emailing us in. They're like, change it up, guys, change it up.
1: Well, something different. Don't let Mark Farrington hold you hostage and only let you do superhero books. That's right. what they say. That's a real phone call. We get a lot of got. that. Hey, man. You know, it sucks that you can't ever do a book that isn't set in Manhattan and start somebody at Tights because Mark will just s all over that book. <laughs> Are they your real feelings, Jonesy?
0: I mean think Jonesy. No, that was
1: a call. That was a writer. That was a letter. Oh, okay. Someone um, other than me. So,
2: <laughs> so before everyone tunes out. You know, thanks for coming back, previous listeners Thanks for being here today Uh, new listeners Welcome to the show Welcome Thank you for listening Uh, let's introduce who these gaggle of voices you just heard, you know Uh, let's start with, um Hacker Extraordinaire Right now He is a TV star one time he told us that he was going to be on Tosh.0, one time. And it hasn't happened yet, but we're holding out hope. He's a published writer. Rations magazine, PDF, downloadable for free. He's in it. He's got creds.
0: I just had a vision of where she. we should superimpose Mark, like, standing in front of a mirror, and, like, pulling the Mark Wahlberg and, like, carving Tosh into his chest with ink pen. <laughs> I like it uh, Mark Farrington uh, Former DC
2: historian Now Black eye on the whole
3: industry Welcome to the show again Thank you kindly I got all the time that I need to kill What's the time? It's time to get ill Oh boy Here we go Rest in peace MCA uh, To his left
2: As we run out of intro music Again Already uh, Jonesy loves beer He has affection for the good stuff in life Cigars, pregnant women
1: Uh, true. uh FYI, I, n- I don't have a fetish, my wife is just pregnant That's what he says <laughs> you know, who can say Maybe his fetish is lying too
2: uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to the show
1: Thank you, thank you for having me I do enjoy the stogies, mm-hmm. and you know, life ain't nothing but hoes and tricks. That's inappropriate. Oh my we just come on, this come
2: episode on. now no. can't be played in our show sponsors uh, shop, the comic book shop in Delaware. The Archie episode, it's Archie uh, uh, episode <laughs> is now explicit. <laughs> uh, to uh, his left, our final host and possibly the most beloved. That can be uh, that cannot be argued. It just cannot. cannot. Uh, people know. love The Boring One in all the podcasts. That's that's actually scientific fact. They do. The podcast bad boy, he's been called. His Twitter account is something that is referenced in most schools as how to excel in social media. Dale underscore on the Twitter. Thank you for being here with
0: us. Uh, thank you for following me on Twitter, dear listener. I appreciate your love. I love your Twitter I love it just to pieces Thank you I try You're great I'm You're great It's getting
2: awkward let's, Slim's great Let's keep it rolling uh, We do a news segment To start the show off We've uh, We've got a great man In charge of the news His name's Dale underscore A He looks high and low For the hottest news topics That we need to discuss In the show Uh, Hobgoblin Incorporated You just blew it Let's move on To the next segment And see what else we have Now, nah, okay Let's talk about Whatever you're talking about Let's talk about,
0: about uh, Marvel teasing The next uh, Amazing Spider-Man My favorite title After Ends of the Earth Hobgoblin, incorpor- Hobgoblin Incorporated hmm. Does that mean You know You got Hobgoblin set up In every country In every state You got the Black Hobgoblin You know I mean, The what? woman Hobgoblin Yeah and what could it be? Is there, is there a guy financing it? Is the Hobgoblin financing the whole thing? Hobgoblin is amazing. really J. Jonah Jameson. The Demo Goblin. Remember him? Mm-hmm. The, Demo remember
1: goblin. the Demo Goblin. <laughs> Do you remember in uh, when Spider-Man 3 came out and the toys uh, Twilight toy came out and uh, James Franco character was just listed as New Goblin? Oh, that was <laughs> so depressing. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and everyone's oh, yeah. like, why
2: are they calling him New Goblin? That's so dumb. <laughs> He's just the Goblin. He's the Green Goblin. That's what they said. Mm. In that voice, Franco. they did. In that exact voice. that very annoying
1: voice. <laughs> Old men everywhere shook their canes. <laughs> not everything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry, I'm sorry. Throwback. Let's not go it back to that bad, bad voice. Okay. Uh, what happened not is, is ends of the Earth over now? No, 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 no one more issue. You know these. No, these are,
0: you know it's you know it's months from now, isn't it?
2: Sure. Uh, oh, so we know, we we find out that the earth, the Earth doesn't end. This is a spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert should have never brought this Spider-Man up. Spider-Man saves the day in <laughs> Ends of the Earth. That just ruined
1: it How for me. How funny would it be, though, if Hob Hobgoblin Inc. You're right, Dale. Yeah, that's hard to say. Was just a tongue-in-cheek making fun of Batman Inc. Would your dear friend Dan Slot do such a thing?
2: Nah, he's too nice. Quote the nicest man on Twitter. Sometimes. Sometimes. Until he trolls your face off <laughs> into a debate. Makes you regret something.
0: life in general. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's just say he's been listed. He's listed. Actually no, he's been delisted, I think. On what? my end. Yeah.
0: You, de- you delisted him completely.
2: Some people's tweets, you know, they're just not for me. They're just you not know, sometimes they're not informative. Nothing personal. Yeah. You know, how about that time when you unfollow a creator and they notice and they're like, Oh, I just so and so just unfollowed me. You know, that's not awkward. When at did all? that happen? Who did that happen? I don't know name names. Maybe I'll mention it in the in the fireside. Can you drop a book they write?
0: Uh save it for fireside. Might as well just tell him the name at that point. <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much. Let's just say Ed Brewbreaker won't be coming to his uh Christmas party this year. Brubs? Brewbreaker. Kidding. He retreated me the other day. Get out of here. I swear. You're such a
2: jay. Rub it in your face. You are, right now. I mainly made fun of him. We can <laughs> say that for fires That's a
0: stupid yeah. conversation. Uh do you guys remember when the Hulk was amazing in Avengers? I uh, you remember I do. it as if it was last week. Marvel is looking to possibly maybe do a little something with this new love for Hulk.
2: Can I guess? They're going to reboot the title with Jason Aaron and Mark Silvestri print money with it. My Please friend. do.
0: Yes. No. More, you know, movie properties. Oh, okay. All right. Movie Isn't properties. it also
3: going to TV too this fall?
0: Uh possibly they're trying to do something on ABC yeah. with it. Um I don't I don't know about that, but I mean, they're going to try, but right. I don't, I don't see them do it. Paul Gitter, Marvel's merch man, as <laughs> he's to be coined VP of merch. Is that his official title? VP is? of merch, which is how I want to be introduced from now on on <laughs> <take>. <laughs> Uh done. If Hulk's successful turnaround continues, Gitter says Marvel will spin him off to a standalone program next year. They're saying program. That's how like because they have a whole they have a whole plan. For these characters, Get and that's the called the out program. Out There's
2: who, what, what budget do you have that you can do a Hulk show in this day and age with CGI? You're stupid.
1: You know the Avengers made like seven hundred billion dollars. I'm sure they have some extra money line.
2: Doubtful. Doubtful.
0: Uh, yeah, but also look for maybe a new movie in 2015.
2: New Hulk movie. Yeah. Who's gonna play him? I hope Ruffalo. Ruffalo. Anybody
1: know the details of his contract?
3: The one actor who actually enjoyed playing the Hulk in the three Hulk Marvel
0: appearances. Yeah, I've heard true. the
1: rumor is anywhere between four or six picture deal. I and can't confirm. So if
0: that's a Jonesy ratio, that yeah. means one. And right. Mark Ruffalo divide is Divide by four to six.
2: And <laughs> at one <laughs> time there was a Jonesy ratio discussed with our friends, our non-paper keg host friends. This appropriate to Sam the Show. Right we now. said that there was there was maybe I don't think we ever told Jonesy, but there was a Jonesy ratio talked uh, about where yeah. you you could divide by <laughs> six, uh-huh. and I think you would get the legitimate number <laughs> that he was that he really means.
1: Okay, yep.
2: Josie's done for the rest of the show. Now he's right. in a mood. No, I'm good.
0: <laughs> Do we have any more uh, newsy nuggets? Um, yeah. VP of merch. I'm going to bring this uh, segment down just a tad, okay, and bring some possibly sad news to some very big fans of Jeff Lemire's Sweet Tooth. Oh no! It has a final issue date on it. Yes, issue 40.
2: I'm excited about this. You're I'm very, excited. I'm very happy.
0: Because you don't want it to I
2: don't want turn into crap. Uh
0: the flame that is Sweet Tooth to burn out. I see your point there. You I know? definitely see your point. I mean Sweet Tooth is something that uh is much loved. It's be loved. And you would rather have it be loved and forty issues than
2: then, um what's the word I'm loved looking at for? first but then not loved. Maybe uh is be mused be mused? That's a word, right? Be mused
0: at sixty issues. We can m- maybe see if Jonesy can run it through his Nordic tongue and uh
1: <laughs> no, no 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 I what are you are you I wh- was I was going to see to say the Batman voice line of oh, uh God. You either die a hero, live long enough to see yourself become the villain, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. Thank (laughs) you. Nobody
2: kills a joke quite like Jonesy loves beer. Uh, Yeah,
1: I am the joke killer. (laughs) Jonesy kicks
3: dead horses. Now, I can assume it's Jeff Lemire, at Sweet Tooth, so he's ending this on his own accord. This isn't a sales thing, right? That is true. That That is true.
0: Who knows, though, really? Well, that, that could be, yeah. I mean, we don't know that we don't have the numbers in front of us over the wire. That's what he's saying, but he could be, you know, covering something. Sure. S- some crazy story. Some cockamamie scheme. You know, What's...
2: I'm I'm all for it though.
0: Originally it was supposed to end at twenty
2: eight issues. And currently yeah. the current arc. Meh. I'm gonna put it out there. I love Sweet Tooth, but the last five or six issues, you know. Never picked it up. I can tell you why.
3: Because I can't get past the stupid cover of issue number one. Because Sweet Tooth doesn't wear a cape. It's not
0: based in Manhattan and
3: <laughs> or Metropolis. I am breaking a cardinal rule, and I am judging this book solely upon its cover.
2: I think you're a very silly person. Yeah, we've all Flat got it. out.
3: It's my cross to bear. <laughs>
2: it's my cross to bear. Uh, no music for that one? No, we don't have any sort of music for that. Moving on. Great job. Dale, as always, <laughs> Thank you. you bring your A-game every single time Thank a room. room. Paper keg 58 Archie marries Veronica slash Betty. We'll get to that later. Are you ready, Mark, for this discussion? As I'll ever be, kick it. Uh, well, actually, it's the next segment. But let's talk about the books we've read together separately during the week. You know, who wants to start it off?
0: VP of merch, please do me the honor. I'm going to go with this uh, little dynamite title that just came out, The Spider. Number 1. Oop. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> I wasn't aware. Uh The Spider follows a, a uh, uh, uh Richard Wentworth, I believe his name is. Great name, by the way. Mm. My new son's name. Um <laughs> He is Dick Wentworth. Oh my god, that <laughs> is a great name. <laughs> <laughs> Ex-military um guy who's very smart, very well-educated. It's a good-looking man. Good-looking man, very angry, mm. very sick of the crime and the criminal element in New York City. So am I. So the spider does something about, about it. He shoots criminals in the head, and they die. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: uh, <laughs> that should be the bio of this and title. And he
0: burns... The little <laughs> spider emblem onto the foreheads of the dead to leave his mark, develop a reputation, and then he then we go to the uh, personal personal life of Richard, who is a uh, uh, tormented. Uh-huh. He's not a happy man. He's very lonely. Sure, he's very uh, crass with the women. Not very nice to him. No, it's he so doesn't nice. need to be nice to him. Before he went on his last mi- deployment. Um, and he was purposely going to be killed uh you know according fake to the public death. fake death. he broke up with his former girlfriend whom he loved very much, but wanted to protect her and didn't want to see her hurt mm-hmm. and now he has he's full of regret because he misses her, sure. and sure. he she is one of the only people that knows his secret identity. he insists on basically telling her. His exploits, Even though she doesn't want anything to do with it And she's like an editor at a newspaper Yeah, she's married now, too She's married Who's she married to? She's married to basically the one guy on the police force That's rooting for the spider And is hiring Richard, the person, the man As sort of a consultant to certain crime scenes That Richard may have uh, had some experience with in the military And his skills could be as of use so um there's How do you this think they got
2: together. They don't look like a match to me. The commission and uh The her. Commission
0: her? Oh i um, I guess maybe we'll find out. But maybe. you're right, I don't think um I don't think they're a match either. Do you think this will be one of your monthly books? I think it was a very solid number one. I enjoyed it. Um I of course I have apprehensions about, you know, like What they could possibly go down Where the vigilante kind of hero That kills the You know Kills criminals Um They could follow down You know The same trodden path as others I'm really interested in like The masochistic kind of Um Husband His former Girlfriend Relationship Uh uh Um He tell insists on telling her everything But uh And she's like Oh well Stanley's right upstairs You want to go tell him And he's just like Oh no I'm not gonna tell him Yeah uh, I I enjoyed that relationship of it.
2: It feels like the um, because it's kind of a played out topic. I think the storylines will really be the selling point because the the cliffhanger ending was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. With the I uh, thought that was gonna keep me trying to read.
0: Yeah, that's true too. It's a it's a death. It's a murder scene, crime scene, with and uh, you know some sort of phone in. Mm-hmm. serial killer and possibly a guy some some experimenting with humans Sure, experimental
2: like gas mark do you
0: remember that does that ring a bell something kind of you sort of.
2: something you left at in a previous episode Yeah.
0: very cool very pulpy um, zeppelins in the air <laughs> at some point you got <laughs> you got to love zeppelins in the air i don't care what what it is what the story is i'll well, read it i didn't it, see but,
2: the zeppelins yeah
0: zeppelins in we're the
2: running air. out of time we need to move on to uh, Jonesy loves beer. He's still with us. He's
1: looks to be possibly still
2: in a bad mood from earlier.
1: <laughs> you can tell just by looking? I can. Venom, 17. I'm still on the Venom train. He never got off. <clears throat> Since its issue, I guess, at this point, came out three weeks ago. I don't feel bad. Spoiling. So, we start off. Uh, Eugene Flash Thompson has convinced... Or, you know, rather fooled the Avengers to believe that he is in complete control of the symbiote. Even though, really, he has totally bonded with it. But he's, he's convinced everyone that he can handle it. He never went through the bonding process during the point one arc. So, Hank Pym goes to Cap. Now, I'll keep it. I'll keep the symbiote. Uh, With me and I'll only beam it to flash when he needs it and that way you don't have to worry about him abusing it So issue 17 starts out with him making up a lie to Hank Pym so he can have it So he makes up the lie to Hank Hank gives him the symbiote and he just basically hits the streets looking for trouble He does some recon work is going after a group of criminals And it's uh the the cool venom that I kind of fell in love in that first arc where he's got like a ton of gear hanging off his belt and he's got a sniper rifle strapped to his back. He's not like the the venom we saw the last couple issues where the assuming has really taken over and he's more of that Eddie Brock yeah. um <clears throat> venom. So at the end of the issue, the criminal syndicate he's tracking has had enough of Flashman on their their A. So the leader of the group grabs this vial off a rack, kicks open a door, and throws the vial at this person who's inside. not other than Eddie Brock, who is now wearing the Carnage symbiote. Whoa. What? So, what? dot, 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 to be continued. What? Interesting. So, next issue should be Venom versus Carnage.
0: I don't think Venom's been talked about recently. Mm. I was curious when uh, <coughs> Venom when the symbiote was going to start to take over Flash.
1: Yeah, they really got away from that. Uh, I think the original premise was you're going to see a new Venom every ten issues or something. Did we talk about this in a previous episode?
2: Yeah, I remember that. I thought that was the original premise. It was so, yeah. a
1: ticking time bomb. Like Each soldier had 20
3: missions, and once you got to like there you go. that 19, was it. you were done because at the 20th mission, you would be totally to bonded to it. And in his early missions, he was always racing the clock.
1: Because if it was X amount of hours, they'd be bonded, right? Which I'm glad it stayed with Flash because it kind of really made him a three dimensional character, versus just like a you know a old Spidey antagonist who we're just gonna give a costume, yeah, just because we don't want to make a new character, so we'll give you Flash Thompson. But mm-hmm. um, you know the the 17 issue arc so far has gone through some pretty pretty bad downs, but then I think bringing back Eddie Brock now a little later in the story giving him something out of the blue to go fight Venom I think it's it's the right time for it mm-hmm. now, this would have happened in issue 6 I probably yeah but yeah, I'm like alright because I even said uh, when I was reading the first arc that by issue 3 Spider-Man's in it
2: yeah I remember you swore off the yeah. title yeah. forever I, <laughs> I swore three, right. <laughs>
1: right back on <laughs> so <laughs> but Remender doing I mean he's
0: He's, he's firing you on all did, um,
2: cylinders he right now. Who did the art on it? It's not Tony Moore, is it? Uh, you know is that what? our I boy?
0: Was it Stefano
2: Caselli? Could be. Or was he doing Spider Man? I think he was doing
0: Spider Man. He did, he did do Spider Man, yeah. That's his awesome. art yeah. I loved, actually. On he, uh, but the art on yeah. this issue. And, he and and does I'm, really good.
1: I'm sure all the papercake westers are going to be like, join the socks because you can't just name art up top of his head. This is the mood. It's is uh, all <laughs> moods right now. Sure. But no, this uh, particular art really captures that. Gear geared up military esque Venom that I really I really like this character remodel. I don't think I ever really dug Venom until I kind of saw him in this outfit.
3: It started off with a cool premise too, because after he's debating to get the symbiote, he gets the symbiote and he hits the streets. His inner monologue is just like, "All right, well, I've got these three kingpins who know who I am and are going to hurt my family, or I could just be in their debt for the rest of my life." I need to get them before they get me, and then next thing you know, he's in their headquarters, in their office building, in the rafters with the sniper rifle pointing at them. Like, oh my god, he's actually going to do this. Then all yeah. hell breaks loose.
1: And you can kind of see where the where Eddie Brock, the Venom symbiote, worked with Eddie Brock's mind and just unleashed like his inner emotions, his rage, his jealousy. But you know, Flash Thompson has a much more complex weaknesses. So it's kind of like the symbiote works much more subtly To get him to do what he wants him to
2: Mark Farrington uh, I want to hear from you
3: About what you read this week Biggest book I read this week Earth 2 James Robinson and Nicholas Scott Your boy
2: James Robinson
3: That is my boy Starman is so good Anything he writes number one I will read it And this one is no exception Opens up to the big three Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman in the middle of a bloody war in the streets of I don't know where Fighting against parademons from Apocalypse Through flashbacks you learn that Their war has been ravaged for years Many people died Countries have been wiped to ash And they are just not getting a foothold They take this war on a three pronged front And in doing so It cost them their lives Throughout the rest of the issue We are introduced to I guess The rest of the heroes of this new earth We are introduced to Alan Scott who was the original Green Lantern. We are introduced to Jay Garrick, the everyman who was the original Flash. They are both younger. They are both handsomer. And none of them are heroes. We're also introduced to Al Pratt and Helena Bertinelli, Huntress, a.k.a. Robin in this reality, and Supergirl, a.k.a. Power Girl in this reality. They go through a portal. They get lost, and that spins off to World's Finest. And then here... We're watching the rest of the world mourn the death of the heroes. Issue ends with the Greek god Mercury coming down right in front of Jay Garrick, telling him that he's needed to be continued. I enjoyed it. I did too. I did not expect the three main characters to be murdered. I can't think of any DC book where the big three were killed in an opening issue. Mm -hmm. And that's it.
2: What's what's the title going to be? Earth 2. I don't understand, like,
3: is there going to be a main character of the Earth 2 book? Or is it going to change? The first few issues, from what I understand, are going to reintroduce the heroes we've come to know as the Justice Society, one at a time. So we'll see the Flash's origin, we'll see Alan Scott's origin, we'll see Al Pratt's origin as the Atom. Mr. Terrific from New Earth, the DC we follow, is going over there, and... I'm told Jay Garrick is going to be the everyman that we're used to dealing with. I was kind of bummed that it followed the same tried and true trope, triple T,
2: of uh, like a cliffhanger ending with a character reveal. Like a, like a whoa, you know. You're like, disappointed by that? Yeah, like I, I think we I read, the, I think Ty Templeton did a cartoon on it, and then now every time I see it, I notice it. Like it happened, I think, every issue of Justice League yeah, in Fifty Two, where like a new character was introduced. In the last panel, and uh, I, know, I guess you yearn for that Warren Ellis type of uh, one-off issue, you know.
3: But it'll make it more special when we get it. And under this book, James Robinson is gonna try to take do right by the Justice Society. He did it before with Jeff Johns, I know, and he did it well. But the JSA has gotten the short end of the stick for years. Good people forget they're the original superhero team. They had a big sale.
2: People forget. Yeah. Did you
3: see the sale on the JSA books? I picked up most of them.
2: Nicely Loved done.
1: it. Yeah, he can check. He's got the power. I, I know. I uh,
2: cannot comment on that. We are running out of time is what I'm saying. It's yeah. Oh, uh, before that, Nicole Scott did a few issues of Superman. She did the finishes on uh, Perez's Superman. That's right. Um Either she did the breakdowns and then Jose Moreno did the finishes, but it, her art... Like, I like her art. I was kind of bummed that she didn't do all of the
3: Superman issue, what the, the one she did. This combination, writing and art, I'll stick around for the long haul. I'll give it a shot.
2: And, uh, you know, it's odd that, like, she's doing the Earth 2 title. Remember back in the day when the New 52 started and, like, there was no women creators? Yep. And here you go. That buzz you know, died down kind of quick. Did die down. Ladies... Uh Exo Mana War. Ooh. Valiant, Valiant is back in the game. Um Exo Mana War. You ever read that Dale
0: underscore A? Never read it. Always
2: You always saw the to. you always saw the covers in the 50 cent bins, you <laughs> yeah, know, next too. to magus Whatever Magnus, do you remember that book? Magnus, no. was that it? The guy who wore so. like a unitard, like he was a pro wrestler in white boots.
3: Yeah, wasn't it like kind of purplish? I don't remember.
2: Exo um, Mano War, what's it about? Besides a guy in a Tet in a Metroid suit. Tell me. Uh, I'm about to tell you right now. Year 400 BC. Or is it AC? BC. I don't remember. It's the olden times. Long Romans. Time ago. Jonesy just rolled his eyes over there. (laughs) Like, why aren't I describing this book to everyone right now? Um,
1: 1200 AR DC? What a a
2: mood he's in tonight, folks. He started this.
1: Alric. You know,
2: he's got these two warring factions these Visigoths, pretty much just homeless losers, former DC historian, Visigoths, uh, versus the Romans. They're a warring faction. Uh, and this Alric character, he's, a, uh, he's hot-headed, you know? Does as he pleases. He's like, See, Visigoth or Roman? Visigoth. He's like, let's go to war with these bros. Enact revenge. Father. He's, the father's running the team. And they, he, like, pulls a retreat, but Alric is like, F this, let's go. Um, problem is it gets his own, de- his, or no, his uncle leads the, the squadron. Gets mm-hmm. his father killed. Because he's a dummy and he, he makes these foolhardy decisions, you know. Uh, he sees, I smell an incredible reward coming for that. He, uh, they, they're back at camp and they they hear some rumbling in their camp that the Romans have now infiltrated their camp. Oh boy! Alric is like, "Here we go!" whips it out,
4: uncomfortable his sword,
2: and he's like, "Let's go! Let's go get these Romans." Uh, turns out these aren't Romans, my uh, my friends. These are aliens. They aliens apprehend Alric and his friends, take him aboard the ship, uh, and he's he's a prisoner now. Oh, also his wife, uh, possibly murdered because Ooh. he's a he's a hot headed. Oh boy. Visigoth. Visigoth. Uh, as Visigoths generally are, mm. uh, so he's he's captured in this ship, and he oversees some kind of sacrifice happening. There's like this big uh, metal ball that these uh, aliens are worshiping and they bring in this big, tough guy. He looks like Brock, you know, the pro wrestler. He's like an alien version of Brock Lesnar, if you want to imagine that. Mm-hmm, I do. And he's like, ah, yeah, well, we're ready to to bring in our strongest to the metal ball that we all worship. You know, do your thing. The metal ball breaks apart into pieces of a suit, bonds with Brock Lesnar, alien, and it kills him. He can't handle, he can't handle the power. The guy dies, the suit goes back into ball form, and, uh... Alric w- looks on at this scenario. So he doesn't even use the suit in the first issue. It's just kind of a teaser. I was kind of bummed by that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, it's like Metroid not touching the suit for the first issue. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah. Give me give me the goods for 3 dollars my friend.
0: Especially you're your rebooting a whole publishing company, a whole publisher. Mm-hmm. Maybe you get right see, to the meat.
2: I want to see Exo rip in some uh, alien head off. You know yeah. the final panel Like Ugh! Like that You know And play a little audio clip When that page comes up With that noise it preloaded Yeah <laughs> Z, what did you think of my description of Exo of War?
1: It might have been the most <laughs> actually it might have been the most entertaining description of Exo of War I thought I could ever. Jenzi looked like he was seething. Like he
2: wanted to <laughs> actually, knock me the, out. Quite and, the opposite. And he wanted to tell the story of Alric and that, the Visigoths.
1: Not at all. I actually I thought it was hilarious when you you paused to give us a moment to reflect on what you were talking about. Then you eyed each and every one of us in the eye.
2: I eyed you in the eye? You did.
1: You eyed me in the <laughs> eye. You were like, what do you think about that, pros?"
2: <laughs> he eye swept his, the room. Put, he put his mic down and just looked at us yeah. in the eyes, <laughs> stiffened his neck up. Yeah. <laughs> like he was cock of the walk, babe. Cock of the walk, babe. Uh, we're running out of time. we got to get into the lightning <laughs> round. Babe. Lightning club. Two. <laughs> 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 That's a call back, Ladies and gentlemen <laughs> New listeners Thanks for stopping by I wish you could have Stayed longer <laughs> Lightning round Two sentences or less mm-hmm. uh, A book you've been reading Give it to us Right now Merch man
0: Avengers vs. X-Men Number three Looks like Scott Has somebody on the inside I hope you know what you're doing, Captain America.
1: <laughs> Amazing Spider Man. have a rebuttal for him now. 685. Looks like everybody's finally showing their true colors. Can Peter Parker just get a break? Mm-hmm. Hide in the eyes? <laughs> That's a third sentence. <laughs> there was a colon in there.
3: Ultimate Spider-Man number 10. It's killing time until Spider-Man. Wish Bendis would keep it moving.
0: You hate Bendis and that's a fact. Save it. Save Sarah. Save Sarah.
2: No. Rocketeer Adventures 2. Oh, hell yeah. Right there. Right if there. you're looking... To relive your youth as a Rocketeer fan, you should be picking up Rocketeer Adventures, too. Archie marries Veronica slash Betty. Archie number 600. How did we get to this point, my friends? How? How? What brought us here? Who suggested
3: this in the email chain? It was a throwaway line. You just wanted to see what would happen when you suggested it? Go back to the archives. When's the last book I recommended? It's been a while.
2: That's a good question. I don't even remember what you've recommended. Starman was the last one. I have a
1: policy. I don't recommend books anymore. (laughs) No. Great policy.
3: It came up in the archives, (laughs) and I think it was a throwaway line from Dale, actually, and we all just kind of looked at, well, I looked at my phone and said, Why the hell not? I've never read an Archie book.
2: I absolutely agree. Who wants to stroke their own ego and give a description of this book?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Charlie, the the
1: tension in this room is coating my wood paneling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so just trying to catch some of my face and I... <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. So Archie. <laughs> Archie, on the eve of his graduation from high school, takes a stroll down memory lane and gets transported into two alternate futures where he's just graduated college. In one of these futures, he marries Veronica, and they have a very upper crust, affluent lifestyle. They uh, get married, have twins. He works hard every day, neglects his wife and family, and has a very, you know... Baby boomer American life. And the second stroll down the memory lane he marries Betty and he struggles. He doesn't get that great job. He interviews for it and he gets, you know, S canned. He go they uh they end up not making it in the big city, move back to Riverdale, and they leave a very small town American life, have twins. Though this time the twins of course look like Betty instead of Veronica, and they uh they have a simple small town life. And uh in the epilogue to this uh, very cute story, uh, Archie still high on his his dual fantasies, invites both girls to a date on the same night. Yuck! 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 And uh, that that's 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 it. That's that that's all the the story told us. Since you
2: just brought up the epilogue, I just want to say one thing. So, throughout the six or seven issues, he goes through several years of a life with both girls. And then in the epilogue, he has the memories of going through these years of being with either girl. How depressing is that? That's like the House of M Spider-Man, remember? (laughs) He wakes up and he's married, he realized that he's no longer married to Gwen Stacy and now he has to live with the fact that he's lived an entire life with Gwen Stacy, and oh. it was all nut for naught.
1: Or when Psylocke manufactures that entire life with uh, Archangel just so he has some peace before he dies. Didn't
3: get to that issue yet.
1: Oh. Ooh, spoilers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was going to say it's like the Family Man where Nicolas Cage wakes up and he's no longer with Tan Leone. Yeah,
1: total, that was actually what I was trying to say when I talked about Psylocke. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that the epilogue
2: was like a total downer. Like I thought like I didn't realize that he would have the the memories of an of like a continued life with both girls, and that was just something that stuck
0: with me. <clears throat> that's gotta be just for the younger age group I think like maybe some somehow they needed to i mean the, yeah they don't explain
2: talk, yeah they don't talk about that he has these memories and that he's like torn between them that's really just how I view it as a
0: comic reader for some years. Yeah, exactly. It's more like in your face. Oh, I I thought I had these memories. Let's,
1: you know. Yeah. It's definitely hard being a superhero comic reader than reading this because, like, I jotted down a couple notes, like, in the first, I think it's issue 601, where he actually goes and proposes to Veronica. It's a huge splash page where he kneels down, proposes, and in the... inside the building he's proposing Betty's there sees it and like breaks out in tears and I literally was like what am I what am I reading because I've never read an Archie comic before. So I didn't know if it was all tongue in cheek where it's a comic but it's really for adults and you know wink wink nudge nudge so then like the next panel Betty jumps through the door and goes running across a Manhattan street and I'm like this bee is going to get tagged by a car what kind of story am I reading and, but then you realize a couple issues later, it really is kind of a four-kids, all-ages book. Mm-hmm. But coming at it as somebody who just read, you know, Venom 17. How <laughs> right. <would, laughs> Ultimate no.
0: Peter Parker dying, you know. Yeah,
1: really. I, it's just... Uh, but, I, I mean, I liked it. I would never, and I'm not saying this is any detriment, I don't think I would ever pick up another Archie book just for S's and G's. But I did like that I got the experience. I like to see. I uh, I like the fact that I got to see what the whole world is about. I like the fact that if someone says, "Oh, well, you're you're not a true comic book reader because you never read Archie," I'd be like, "Yeah, I tried it, bro. I read Veronica Betty Special, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I I like that it was real lighthearted. Some things I didn't get, which I guess is uh, looking back on it is a, a very Archie thing. Is for some random reasons, word balloons were in different colors." I'm guessing that's very they random. That's um, the inflection. I think there's so somebody's whispering. I guess it's. I in, think they're in different colors
2: if the word balloon is over a white background. Oh, okay. That's All kind right. of an old holdover from back in the day. They don't really do it anymore.
1: Okay. I I mean not to say I didn't like it. It just mm-hmm. threw me for a loop and uh, and that both Betty and Veronica call Archie Archiekins. Mm-hmm. That's got to be. Uh, I couldn't figure out, and uh, maybe it's because I'm dumb. But when he keep he keeps talking about Ron, Ron. I'm not in the Archie universe, so I'm like who the. H is Ron. I never. And it's Veronica calling her <laughs> oh, Ronnie. Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah. Ronnie. <laughs> Not Ron. So, Oh, sorry, Ronnie. Ron. Whatever. You know, whatever. So <laughs> Oh, boy. Cantankerous. Uh, <laughs> you know what else uh, is. Weird? Yes. It's,
3: to me, like you, I've never read an Archie comic either. And Archie has been around since before us. It'll be around long after we die. It's as timeless as Bazooka Bubblegum. And. Archie always exists in this bubble to me. you don't know when it's supposed to be it's just in the yeah. past, mm-hmm. but they had some dated references. I caught a Facebook reference. I caught a Obama inauguration reference mm-hmm. and I had no idea what kind of angle to take with this book, but it was it just kind of slapped me
1: upside the head. It's like oh, modern time okay I think it's I think the experience of Archie and maybe maybe I read it the wrong way because I'm used to reading glorious. Comics on my iPad and having that digital immersion experience. Maybe the right way to read this is a digest-sized flipbook print comic that you're just kind of flipping through and laughing. Roll up and put in the back pocket, right? Rather than me in my head that it's like, all right, I'm going to have this beautiful HD experience and I'm ready for <laughs> each, post, uh, each page to blow me away. But maybe that's not the mind frame you should be in when you're reading this. Maybe that's I'm off the mark the way I read it. I don't yeah. know. I think i, I kind of felt that
0: same way. I mean it's definitely an all agents' book it's lovely. The colors are bright and they they're in your face and uh there's there's nothing underlying. I mean the story is right there on the page. uh storylines get told in one in you know six panels on one page from beginning to end, and they and they will vocalize the dialogue no matter how nonsensical it, it may sound mm-hmm. um, or I mean. Yeah. yeah, like uh, you just think they're just thinking aloud somehow, and are t- in conversation. They tell somebody else what happened to you know when they proposed, or or you know they pops chocolate, chocolate <laughs> milkshake. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, but I was talking to Jonesy, and I was uh, I really like I wanted to n- say I didn't like the book because I just it's not my style book, mm-hmm. but. I mean, I I want to take that a little further and say it's just it it's an all ages book, but I don't know it's it's an all all ages book that doesn't appeal to you. Yeah,
2: I I've read what? recently. I read uh, some of the Kevin Keller stuff before we did Archie, so I've this year I started reading Archie and it's, uh, the Kevin Keller stuff is almost like a, and is like a weird nudge, nudge elbow to adults where it's, it's, it works. I think it works for, it's like a Pixar, like it works for adults and it works for kids too. Um, this one I didn't like as much as the newer stuff, like the 2011 stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but i mean i you know it was, it was enjoyable it's just a different level of enjoyment i guess i took some weird notes um for some of the scenes that were like really odd and made me like laugh the um when archie was going for a job when he married betty and he was trying he didn't want the desk counter job And he wanted to be like the manager position. And he's like, the manager, you know, I don't think the manager would want to give up his job. He's coming in right now. It was like some 13 year old (laughs) strutting in. He was wearing like baggy pants and a backwards hat or whatever. And Archie was in this suit. And I was like, oh my God, how depressing (laughs) is that? Because they they played the recession angle. So this came out in 2009. So they were playing the recession angle. So he like couldn't get a job at all. And they were
0: like educating the kids who were reading this book on all the downtrodden times of the economy. Yeah, absolutely. They've mentioned the recession a few times. Money's hard. Uh, dad and mom lost all their savings in the stock market. Like, we would help pay for your uh, honeymoon, but we lost all our savings in the stock market. Don't, but don't stop loving each other. Like it was, you (laughs) know,
1: life sucks, and then you die. Oh well. And then
2: they talk, you know, they talk about the having a a job that takes up your time. Like when he was with Veronica, like he was working crazy hours and came home tired. And yeah, if anything, this just sets kids up for what to expect in life.
0: Yeah, but but like on the ninth panel of every page, it's like, oh, but that's okay. Like it'll, it's it's so depressing. They rewind. But then they rewind and they and they're just like, okay, well that's okay. But you got a whole life ahead of you. I know you just stabbed me in the back, Veronica. But you can be my maid of honor, and we're still friends. Uh-huh. The um, I, wrote, I also wrote down
2: uh, after Betty has the the twins, uh, Veronica gets married. So she a week after popping out two kids, she's going to a wedding. And, and she looks, looks and fabulous looks phenomenal. in Las Vegas. I mean come on, that we just know that's not possible. Right. It's not happening. I
3: Suspect think the kids know that. The kids know that. They've seen enough episodes of Teen Mom to know the difference. <laughs> uh depressing epilogue I wrote down and I also wrote down the
2: scene in the epilogue where the girls dump the shakes the shakes on him. Archie. Oh, yeah. yeah it scared the crap out of me. The, the face he makes with the shakes on him, it looks like his skin is being melted off. It
0: looked, looked totally odd. It,
2: it looked like the scene in Robocop where the
1: guy had the acid poured <laughs> on him
2: and, he, <laughs> and he's limping in front of the car.
1: Archie. <laughs> Let me see if I can recreate it.
2: <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> and his skin is like, you know, Boiling steamy. off. Yeah, you can see the steam coming off his body. Mark Farrington, the world is waiting. For your thoughts on
3: Archie I kind of agree with Dale I want to say I didn't like it I can't pick it apart uh, It was okay Art was typical Archie You've seen one Archie book You've seen them all um, I don't know who I'd recommend this to And I don't know who's reading it I feel like something like Archie Is dated to kids now But it's just nostalgic enough To the people who were reading it Are still reading it
0: mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: It's kind of corny when you look at it Especially compared to
0: our standards In the epilogue it, it talks about how You know folks are writing in like grandparents Were reading with their grandkids the This Archie book and stuff And I just feel like I almost feel like Maybe we picked the wrong thing to start Reading Archie on I agree um, Because we didn't know enough about The interaction between these characters On a single issue And uh, you know maybe They're fine with like starting fights In panel one and then kissing and making up by panel nine.
2: Yeah, I almost wish uh, or think that we could we should have gone with like maybe like the Kevin Keller introduction and stuff where that was kind of like the new jumping on point for new readers. Right. Where you're introduced to a new character, but also the rest of the cast at the same time.
0: And it's actually it was kind of difficult just for the main Archie title. I tried doing some research and it's just kind of difficult to find a jumping on point because you hit up their Twitter. I hit up. Well, I hit up their Twitter once. I'm like, what what can you recommend? And they're like. You can buy this Archie collect, collection. It's a hundred issues for ten dollars, and I'm just like, can you just pick? Can you just tell me like five issues to start with? Uh, so they weren't really cooperative, and then I tweeted them a second time, and they never tweeted me back. Oof, I heard That's from customer service, fail. yeah.
3: I heard from my LCS, some of the patrons there. When I told them I'm reading an Archie book for the show, they mentioned that a lot of people were actually angry that this story arc was multi issues. Because apparently that's something the Archie world never did.
0: So so maybe that's so maybe that's so difficult because exactly. we're so used to going after arcs, story arcs exactly, and uh, you know this is old school comics where there's no multi issue runs right, and uh, so maybe we'll we'll come back and visit this in another fifty episodes I, or so I would, and read a couple single
1: issues. I would really like to do this again because I kind of feel like I cheated it. Did you even read the issues? <clears throat> I did. I did. You know, in one time, geez, uh, no. But I read it, but I didn't quite reading it, read it begrudgingly. But I was telling Dale earlier, like I sat down last night and I got to like issue or page one hundred, and then I just kind of had to put it down. Then I, I picked it back up this morning and went through the you know the next sixty or sixty eight pages, whatever it was. And I, I don't want to say I slogged through it. But I wasn't. It was a chore.
2: So what's it on the level of Transmetropolitan
1: in terms of slogging through? Hmm. Listen, last time we talked about Transmet, I'm sure four or five people that I'm friends with still aren't talking to me. So Transmet
2: uh, I, was a big topic at Free Comic Book Day.
1: <laughs> came it up was. a few times. Then it came to blows. No, nah, not quite. We hugged it
3: out over beer. That show turned loyal listeners into avid paper cat caterers. Fiendstent. That was an angry email we got from him.
2: Yeah, he's never emailed since. I don't even think
0: he still listens. Yeah, right? He might be done with us.
2: Who knows? He's a Canadian. Anything goes.
0: Transmit. Show thanks killer. F- thanks for Free Comic Book Day. I bought volumes two and three of Transmit. Uh, really? Uh, I'd rather not talk about it. And uh, that, I mean, and uh, previously on the show, I talked about Jinx. I loved Jinx. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, a four-issue story arc. And it was just written like normal human beings would be reading it. Like it was, it made sense. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go back. This is our promise to Archie fans. Is this
2: our Savage Dragon
0: moment. We're gonna go back and we're gonna read some Archie. Hmm. And if you have some issues that you like, you know,
2: write in. Let sure. us know what
1: it is. Sure,
2: write us an email. I was
1: legit like to go back and do Dragon again too. Maybe Craig Dragon fan can send us in a suggestion. He's from Philly, he already, right? He sent sent in multiple
0: suggestions actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Do you pay attention? Craig, the they, they don't, they don't,
1: uh, they don't get down to this level. They don't get past the uh, general manager. They don't get past uh, your headphones. That and the, that and the spoken merch, into your the room. merch man. <laughs> they don't get to the, <laughs> you know, the beat writers. You know, I gotta
3: say, you're taking all of this sass in stride tonight. That is not affecting your mood in the least. Still uh, I don't Are know you trolling me right now? I don't now? know what. Person. Not at all. <laughs> it's a compliment, bruh. Compliment. Do we have any other
2: closing thoughts on Archie before we move on to the world famous? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get
1: what the big deal is about Jughead. Doesn't really do it for me.
0: He's the king of Queen Archie's world. They
1: call him Jugs.
0: Jug. Keep reading Archie. Don't stop on our account. I, I I'm, I gonna, think, I'm gonna. I'm gonna report back on some single issues I've read. I don't think the Archie people think
1: that they need our help. That's true. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> ruined
2: it. You just ruined it for me. <laughs>
1: We got your letters. I'm going to open open them them. up. Farrington's going to read them to you.
2: Letters at paperkeg.com. Write us a letter.
0: If If you you want. If you're a free comic book day and you're listening because of that, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. We met some great people. Awesome people.
2: Uh, Dale and I representing Paper Keg Podcast.
3: Well done, boys. Well done. This one's from Anthony. Thank you. Saying, hey, Paper Keg with Valiant making an exclusive deal with Comicsology. do you think that it will make a big return for them? I love their books growing up. You guys should check the new stuff out. By the way, you guys should also do Sandman for episode 100, or maybe do an episode where no comics are superhero comics. Hmm. That's a
2: heck of a challenge. It does sound like a challenge. Do you think I you'd be able to do it, Mark? I'd be down for that, actually. His heard. head's exploding. You heard it, it here
0: first. Um, Valiant signing an exclusive deal with comics Logic. I don't think that's... Uh, I mean, what... I don't want to sound down, but what other comics apps are there digitally? I mean, let's get real. Comicsology or bust. Let's get down to brass tacks. And uh, Joe, John Q. Time. Public, would tell you the same thing. John Q. Valiant has one of those cult followings, like
3: even amongst our little world of comicdom, it's a cult amongst the cult. So I'm curious as to what it'll do.
1: Yeah, Valiant Comics I I listened to the interview that the surrogates guy did about Exo uh, Man of War Number no. One. And I was really quite interested to in pick up the first issue. But for me it was the price point. I just I don't want to buy three ninety nine books. And maybe if that book drops down in price in a couple of weeks, I'll come back to it. But I I'm, mean, not, so I'm not. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. No. Uh,
2: did you not hear my description of this comic book? I, mean, I heard, and how you, great was my description?
1: I'd rather just listen to you call me on the phone and give me that <laughs> description every week.
2: <laughs> listen, three ninety nine comic books are very unattractive. We all know that. Myself. Included. I've written extensively on it. Don't, Don't search do for it, though. please. You gotta bite the I bullet. wrote that before I had this job. Okay, this <laughs> all cool out. Everyone <laughs> <Yeah>. relax. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but you know, people buy. People buy three ninety nine comics. It defies logic. The one percent, maybe. You know, people. You know, and may I buy three ninety nine comics? People, I mean, it's just the way it is. People will pay for whatever they think they will pay for. So three ninety nine comics are here right, to stay.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying, if you're going to do a launch, wouldn't you try to? Get in people with a sale. Maybe. Well, we all
2: thought they should have done 99 cent DC fifty
1: two. Remember? Yeah, yep. that was gonna be a genius we actually, move. We, we actually thought that was in the cards. We didn't think we we're like it's gonna happen. It <laughs> right. was a yeah. prediction. And like we had an inside. They're box. like, there's no way they're gonna come out and sell Justice League one for three ninety nine, bro. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, I mean, the, the people if people buy dollars bucks if they're gonna sell ninety nine cents. You have to if you were so confident in that price point, you have to sell. You know what? At least three times more at that price point than you would at three ninety
1: nine or four times, whatever. But it's a gamble. I don't. Know, do you think it it turns people off that are coming to Valiant for the first time? I mean, beyond me, but I am a curmudgeon. Maybe when it comes the ninety nine cent price point turns people off. You know, there is a mysterious
2: value attributed to a comic book that is at least over $1.99. You know, would you check out a ninety nine cent book because it's ninety nine cent, or would do you think it's worth less? You know?
1: No, I, you know what, I, I don't know if I would I, That's a tough question I kind of think $1.99 is the per, is the sweet spot To me Because if it's $0.99 cents, I do have Unless it's like a number one issue And I know they're trying to draw me in Like if a book with issue six Was $0.99 cents, I'd be like, alright, maybe I'm getting gypped And, and that's why it's $0.99 cents. But, yeah, it, I mean, first issues at a lower price It hooked me in for a lot of stuff Especially with comics, I was the one like first issue free. That's how I got into a lot of series that I didn't previously read. I just think four dollar launch prices. For me, it's it's not. I'm not gonna go pay you four bucks because yeah, you're launching your title. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I got a couple opinions. They are three ninety nine for. I mean, three ninety nine books happen in my life, and they they happen. I just don't think the. I don't know the. As a consumer, I just don't think I was sold as good enough on XO Man of War. Now, I don't know what they could have done differently to get me to buy XO Man of War, but I just feel like I wasn't hooked enough with marketing to do that. Now, I don't know. Maybe it's because I could really give a crap about Valiant Comics or XO Man of War until I read it, and maybe I could give it a chance Um I just I know for me it didn't hook me to want to try it. Even if it was two ninety nine, I still wouldn't have huh. uh did it. And now I th- I my feelings on a ninety nine cent book. In any sort of app store on on I in iTunes app store, ninety nine cents to me is the new free. I mean ninety nine cents is just so easy to spend that money. Right. And, that and, um, it doesn't matter what your it doesn't matter what I'm buying. If it's ninety nine cents I'm buying it. Your friend Jonesy Loves Beard, Chip Mosier.
2: Brings up the point oh. about $0.99 cent books. You know, if everything's $0.99, cents, you can't do
1: sales. There, there won't be sales. Well, I'm not saying that make every issue $0.99. Cents. I'm just saying that I think first issue, you should make an effort to not price people out of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mark, Mark Farrington, do we have any other letters? Is that it? That was it this right. week. What a show.
0: What Good show.
1: What a sh- this Does this uh, not go into the Super 1 column? Are you kidding me? This is at the top of Win Column. Wow. I, I find that episodes where I get put in the mood and you rag me on it are very entertaining you know, to listen to the day after. You know
2: who doesn't like those episodes? Oh, Feinsta, Podcast Hitler himself. He'll tear you up. <laughs> Backseat Podcast Hitler. I guess I think I'm the official Podcast Hitler. No, yeah, you're
3: the, you're the Twitler. <laughs> that sounds like a new Bat villain.
2: The person who trolls Batman on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> sounds, like an, <laughs> sounds like an amazing villain. I would watch that episode. Uh, we don't have a book picked out for next week. We'll for give our first time. There in a goes. Long time. It reminds me. I want to bring something up. From the uh, fireside. Please do. Please do. Bring it up. Something that could shatter your mind. We're being scolded. I knew it. Shatter your mind.
3: Who's going to replace?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week where we pick an amazing book to rebound from our Archie mess that we've made it's on okay.
4: each other.
3: It's all
2: right. Z uh, so won't be
3: here. I won't? You can have the last word, bro.
2: I'll just take it. I'm going. Uh, we'll see everybody next week.
1: In Tennessee. 15% percent of
2: matter right now My iPad
0: Go go iPad go uh,
2: I wanted to bring up an idea
0: Okay. That mm-hmm. I had
2: oh, An idea for the podcast Me leaving the show That's always at the top of the list But I usually <laughs> go to number two <laughs>
0: That's the top of the super win column Of ideas <laughs> for the <this> show <laughs>
2: um, two You know Scheduling the podcast can be very difficult
3: Yes it can um, Oh my god you sold out we're Skyping
2: I had an idea about a post-schedule. You know, the fireside that Dale created has taken on a mind of its own. That's right. right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So a podcast that I have come to fall in love with, um, how did this get made? Yeah. They do a post. They record a show. Um, and then the next week, instead of another show, they do an announcement episode where they announce the next show, the t- the movie. That they're going to talk about. And then the next week they do the show post. And the next week is the announcement episode. So I was thinking, you know, at some point in the recording tenure of this podcast, we could um, do a show. The Fireside becomes the next week's episode where we announce the book club. And then we just talk about usual Fireside things. And then the next week is the official show. And the next week after that is the fireside announcement. Um, I think that
1: could definitely so that be would the way to go, you know, when you move and it becomes even much more difficult to schedule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or even before that, I think we should experiment with it. What does everybody else think? I'm amenable to that.
3: I'm open to it as well. I'm curious what the mm-hmm. listeners have to say.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: What do you think Brad Feensta thinks about that? Why is he a podcast? Did I miss that?
1: <laughs> that Seriously, did I?
3: He hates the show. He was not happy. As far as I know, the only beef he had with the show was that we did not care for trans men. <laughs> with the exception <laughs> of Dale.
1: That can't be the only beef, according to Slim.
2: Uh, no, he he doesn't like see certain episodes when we rag on each other too much. Or when I rag on people too
1: much. Well, that's your, that's your shtick. It's your bite. Everybody knows your, is, you your shtick bitey. is to make us all feel like ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome to d- Paper d- what do you com. think about that idea? Uh,
0: I mean, I hate the idea, but I love the idea. I hate the idea because it's less Paper Keg mm-hmm. official. right? But uh, fact of the matter is, you're going to be moving later, hopefully, than sooner, more than sooner. But, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Um, I think... Our bi weekly schedule usually on a Monday night is pretty we 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 stick to it as well as we can it's pretty dang good to do that, but you know there may come a time where bi weekly and traveling what we do i mean we travel there's like two hours between us mm-hmm. almost two hours mm-hmm. so if you move north more it'll be more difficult but um that's also um
1: any paper keg is good paper keg. Yeah, I, I would certainly prefer that over ending the show. Absolutely. Or you know, us going our separate ways or fragmenting it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Me, uh, me
3: leaving and Mark becoming the new uh, showrunner.
1: <laughs> Child, please.
3: I threw out my MPC <laughs> board two weeks ago. I couldn't do it. I don't even know what that is. Uh, I think we're uh, we're up. in bad shape right now. That's right. You had an MPC. MPC. Yes, I've seen you use it. The old editing board you had. This?
0: Nah. This one we're recording. I'll show you one. a
3: link. The gray one? The gray one. I still have that. I threw out mine because I used to DJ way back in college.
1: Whoa. So I, okay, this well, is the first why. time I ever heard anything about you before 2010. <laughs> that's
2: right. He's an enigma. Mark is a human enigma <laughs> wrapped in a riddle I a in thing. a
3: cave with his with his fingers in his ears. <laughs> what what fools Sense your DJ need? Nice Math. Kept it simple. Math. DJ A.K.A. Mach? throwback. I used to do the 80s and 90s, New Jack Swing era of hip-hop. Dale, Dale knows what I'm talking about. Absolutely. I am blown away by what I'm hearing right now. Yeah, it's fun.
2: Full of surprises, this guy. Paper Cake DJ. Nice. Could you do our,
1: your DJ voice real quick? No, it's
3: pretty much the same thing. <laughs> I maybe dropped the bass down a little bit, in octave. Is that
1: possible? We'll drop the bass? Give us some bass. Give me some mad bass. Not on demand. We don't I want, can't want do it.
2: that kind of bass. Right. We don't want to blow out a channel. On this <laughs> next right.
3: yeah. Um, so, open. are we gonna try this idea? Are we gonna see well, what the, the listeners think.
2: We're just gonna throw it out there for now. Let's yeah. talk
1: about theoretically how would it work? We beat once a month. We would We all have to pick. We probably all have to submit our roundtable book so our, we'd keep it fresh. It we'd have to be. We'd have to be like two months out. Set. Oh, yeah. Book clubs is what it is, and also the way I'm thinking is, you know, if we post official show, fireside chat, official show, fireside chat, if we go every other, you know, by some of the roundtable books we're going to be picking are going to be four to six weeks out, potentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So would we think about getting rid of the roundtable and doing it a similar segment? I mean, that that's the thing. If you're listening to Paper Keg to keep, you know, what do I think about the the latest Avengers event that just came out? You don't want to hear about it six weeks after the issue dropped. Mm -hmm. Good point. What do you think about that? I don't know. I don't think that's
0: not the roundtable. Maybe the news would have to be modified.
2: um, Oh, the roundtable. Yeah, the news segment would probably have to change because everything we would say would be like super out of date. We wouldn't. We'd only be able to be up to date on the first episode of the month, whatever, whenever the newest episode would post could be
0: more debatable, conversational kind of yeah topics. Mm-hmm.
2: Like the second, like the third and fourth episodes we record would, would really just be, uh, yeah, like a debate topic.
0: Well, okay. we
1: could do every other news on the first week of the month, and then the second show we have experimental. I mean, we don't have to keep the same format show to show. We could, you know, ba- yeah. basically do like buffet style, and just second episode is... You know, we'll still keep things like the lightning round. We'll still keep, you know, uh, the book club. But maybe instead of news, we have – this is a, a, an issue comic fans debate over. What? Where do we chime in? Mm-hmm. And, and it's not something we have to decide right now, but it we is. have – we We're, we're going to sign a contract well, that I drew up. we, we um, really do have to start thinking about it. But it could also give us an
3: opportunity to – Review, discuss whatever the most hyped event, news story, whatever was of the previous week. So let's say we started doing this in the summer and before Watchmen drops. We all know the hype about it going into it, but we'd be able to discuss it after the fact. Say, all right, we knew the story, we knew the hype, we read the book. Here's the real. This is what we think.
1: What do you know when you think you're going to move? Time frame? No. This year at all?
0: Possibly, TBD. I just pooped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: we'll we'll talk about it. You know, we can we can come back to this topic. We're just I just want to let it stew. Dale looks like he's gonna weep. We're we're, no, we? No, no, go no, go no, 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 it's, no, no It's a good thing.
0: No. I mean, it's it's got to be talked about, and uh, you know, we want to be open and honest with our fans, so we don't blindside them. I do, honestly but right think... now it's just simmering. I mean, this we're still going bi-weekly as we have been for the foreseeable future,
1: right? Mm-hmm. I hope Catcher isn't somewhere breathing into a paper bag.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, moving on to a more lighter, fair conversation. Earlier in the show, you mentioned a creator that you were or were not going to reveal the identity of on the (laughs) fireside chat. Uh, Dale, do you know who
2: I'm talking about? Um, That he unfollowed
1: and the creator called him on it. The writer of such books as...
2: High moon. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? What did the tweet say about him not following, or you not following?
2: Uh, it was something like, um, "like oh, no, Slim unfollowed me. You know, like, what did I do, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Good I remember heavens. That. Good heavens. Well, so so you, you, you put your, put your point high. on the spot. I was like, nothing personal. Just I think I actually put an exclamation point. Like, nothing personal? And uh, that was that. I listed him and then he was delisted. I think.
0: Wow. I I got called out. Actually, it's not as probably not as good because he knew who you were, but at balgj. Oh, really? Called me out. What? When yeah, did this yeah. happen? This I don't was remember. this was probably still during Nerdcast, possibly or a Comics Podcast. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I just I My mean, pleasure <laughs> just to see you would follow. Me. You would just go on with this like. Good night, Doctor Internet, wherever uh-huh. you are. And uh, I unfollowed him. I was like, you know what? That's it. I just can't. I, you guy's insane. And uh, he like tweeted me, "I don't know what happened between us, good sir, but <laughs> please understand that you will be missed." And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I fat fingered the unfollow button. Uh, <laughs> no! You went uh, back on yeah. it. I was he like, took him back. He was like, he called me out on it, and. Then, <laughs> I just let it so I followed him again. No. And then I, a f- and then a few or f- weeks or months later, I think he must have stopped using the who unfollowed me service and the uh, uh-huh. I was able to I, sneak I away clean. The mute
1: my friend. I embrace the mute. It's like when you're ch- when you're getting ready to get to
0: get the courage up to break up with your girlfriend and then like something's inconvenient about it. Uh-huh. It's like you're just finding any excuse. I just,
2: I, it's not even really the like the mute button is good, but I I have this weird thing where I don't want to get to 100 following i want to follow 100 people i follow like over
0: 100 it's crazy i'm getting dangerously close i'm like 96 like you're it's with lists now and if you have the right twitter client it's just so easy to your main timeline can get so cluttered and you'll never be able to catch up during the day like on the weekends i never check my lists because like especially my comic creator list is just so big Mm -hmm. that stuff will just fly through it all day long um so, my twitter timeline is is manageable enough with like ninety five ninety six people I'm following that you know if I let it go for a good eight hours i mean i got I got some catching up to do and yeah. that's and that's just the way I like it. I don't need it any more populated than that yeah, Funny some, people, some oh.
2: people don't um like catch up like they'll just hop into the list. Like, I I imagine people following more than 100 people do that, or like yeah. 200. Like No, it's just true. I,
1: sometimes I just flip my thumb up
0: and just... <sighs> I have OCD. Like, I feel like I need to catch up yeah. on everybody's tweets because I'm following these people. I feel like I should, you know, give them the time and respect. That Gen Z doesn't give you? Exactly. What it is? You guys are putting uh, a lot of thought into this tweet. Yeah, there.
1: yeah. Th- there's a funny mute story I was telling Dale uh, last night. Um... And I won't say who, but somebody popped back on my t- uh, timeline tweeting about story, uh, sports events like every 8.6 seconds to where, like, my phone, would, like, I had it left on. And the screen was just, <laughs> you know, where it flicks up every time there's a new tweet. And I was like, what mm-hmm. the F is going on? So I was like, oh, my 30-day mute on this person must have expired. All right. <laughs> Renew. And that's the so, problem with
0: the... Uh, T- uh, <laughs> Tweetbot better hurry up and get into the desktop version of their software. Oh my man. god, I would pay with syncing because uh,
2: an insane amount of cash for a desktop. Because no amount Bob of
0: muting app. is going to help you on your desktop client. <laughs> That's
2: true. You know, unless you use some kind of crappy app that has muting that it just like. sucks in other areas.
1: Does the official Twitter app have muting? No,
0: no, no. no. So rest assured, creators or anybody that has any touched my life in any way. If you get listed, that's good enough for me. That's like <laughs> me following you.
2: Right. That's like a you know, it's like a pat on the ass. If yeah, you, exactly. If you strike out at home plate. Yeah. You're going back to the dog I get a pat on the <laughs> ass. Right. Here you go
1: back to the miters. Uh
2: I have a few things that I wanted to bring up for tonight's fireside. Besides the demise of the show. Uh Batman. The animated series. A few weeks back wow. I put it out there live. Live to tape. That I thought The Captain America episode of Earth's Mightiest Heroes was on par, if not surpassed, an episode of Batman the Animated Series, and Mark was vehemently
3: against it. Vehemently.
2: I have uh, special news for Mark. Someone has agreed with me.
3: Is it John Zierdell?
2: And they're in this room (laughs) with us right now. Mark's flustered
0: face. Please I'm welcome. Assuming. Please
2: welcome Dale underscore A to
0: the show. <laughs> no yes. pause. No pause. Uh, I definitely thought it was a spectacular episode. Some of the palette choices mm. when they're like standing on the drawbridge and the shadow of the circular tower is towering over them. And you can just see the whites of Cap's stars and like this, just the silhouette of Bucky. Amazing. Dum Dum Dugan, he's like my favorite character ever, and I, I think I've maybe read one comic of featuring him. Yeah, in. he's useless. But uh, Ultimate Alliance, he was awesome in Ultimate Alliance, standing there. He wears your hat, sort of. He wears, yeah,
1: I wear his hat. Mars well, face what's like the a mask. We're not saying Batman the Man animated series was terrible. We're right. saying that one single. Episode stands up against this great series. Why do you have to take it like it's we stabbing are, it back?
2: We're literally putting a pile of dog ass on Kevin Conroy's porch and lighting it on fire. <laughs> right. Disrespecting <laughs> <Just, just, just
3: laughs> him like that. Uh, okay. okay. I haven't seen that episode in a while. So.
2: Oh, what? D- what? I thought you saw that episode.
3: In a while. I haven't seen it since it first aired. Show's over. We're not even done. I remember not being wowed by it, but I wasn't looking closely. Mm hmm. And I revere, B-T-A-S but it was have, just plain. have Zeppelin's really. in the sky. I mean, <laughs>
2: why is <isn't laughs> yeah, that did. on
1: uh, Netflix yet? Batman the AMA That's days. true. Yeah, you're you're none of their tight shows with are. Andrea Romano. You like go yeah, golfing you know, every Sunday. You
2: know the uh, the uh,
3: musical score creator. Mm. <laughs> none of the DCAU shows are Batman, Batman Beyond, Superman, Justice League. None of them are on Netflix. Guess it's a distribution deal. Who knows.
0: Unfortunate is what it is It is unfortunate But uh, you you folks need to see that Captain America episode I think it's the last episode I watched I watched the first five episodes of the show so far On Netflix
2: I had uh, AVX also on my notes I
0: can't remember why um, did t- I did say something about Wolf, uh, Captain America I hope you're making the right choice And oh, Cyclops the, the, and Inside um, Man
2: Inside Man I was so annoyed that uh, What's her face was uh, Rachel Gray? Rachel Gray was turning yeah. back on Wolverine. I was, so I was literally her. angry at a comic book. Why were you guys angry at angry
0: that? I thought at the it character.
3: was a
2: good point. I mean, it was a good storytelling point, but you just feel for
0: uh, old Wolverine. Yeah, he's trying to do something good over there in the Westchester, and uh, he's got. Somebody. And
2: I, and I forgot that you know when Hope was introduced, that Wolverine was really standoffish the whole time. Like when she came into the team,
3: there was a point I think was it was she? in Generation. He was, yeah. Hope, oh, or yeah. if it was in the end of the utopia arc i don't remember which but she basically walks up to him and says you're the only person who hasn't told me how great i am or even made some effort to talk to me All right because yeah that head hope because mm-hmm. when the time comes and you snap and we both know you will i'm gonna be the one who takes you out yeah props nice
2: to, props to people uh who was in charge of that because that was like that's a long running thread from like years and years ago right when hope was that's well, I didn't when know she that. when she came back as like
3: an an, ad, an adult, really not the kid. Yeah, they've been flirting mm-hmm. with her being the Phoenix for a couple of years now in real time. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering. It's hard for me to read AVX and not want to scream at Beast and Wolverine. You damn traitors! Yeah, well, though there, there's total traitor
2: aspect in AVX, but you you don't you don't read Wolverine X Men.
3: I do. Um... I'm very excited for Wolverine number 10. I haven't picked it up yet. I know it's out. Have you read the one where
2: he talks about the decision to go help the Avengers? Yes. Okay. That kind of
3: fleshed it out, but if you don't read that, it just makes him look like a total traitor. You know, the only place that Cyclops is getting good characterization is in Uncanny. The first casualty of AVX was his character to me. I don't read Uncanny anymore. It made a good point, and the, I'm mad that I didn't even talk about it on the lightning round. I'm guessing you read it, Dale?
0: Yeah, yeah. The Uncanny has been pretty crappy so far, but the uh, AVX tie-in, really good. Is that
2: the one with Greg Land on art? It? it is. Yeah.
0: It is. I'm sorry. Uh, there was it, this...
3: It. it expanded on the Battle of Utopia, and it's... The X-Men are losing. They're on their heels. He looks to danger and goes... Initiate Avengers Protocol, and he sends another letter like he did at the beginning of the Uncanny Run. And it's basically saying, we told you that we were here to help. We told you we will not be bullied. We told you to just leave us alone and we'll be fine. And look what you did to us. You have just proved us right. And it actually legitimizes Cyclops' argument of you guys weren't around for us during all of these events. You barely stick your nose in mutant affairs, and now you're going to tell us what we need to do. You come poking your nose in here. And I think it was in this where he's like, I tried to talk to you. If you wanted to talk to me, you wouldn't have come with 20-plus Avengers at your back. Mm -hmm. And so this legitimized, in my eyes, Cyclops' whole argument of, you come to my house and try to take one of my people who hasn't done anything yet. Like hell.
0: And I can see, uh, I can also, you were talking about Beast, I can see... Beast's role only because of what he's currently doing, and he's featured in Secret Avengers and that and that AVX times. You read that? Amazing. I didn't read that issue yet. No. Which one? The one in Secret Space. Avengers. Yeah, amazing issue, and uh, I forget the uh, the artist, but very good. Renato
2: art Guedes.
0: But uh, Beast, I mean, you need a scientist type out there, and uh, that that whole issue was great. I mean, setting up Captain Marvel kind of stuff. And uh, Thor's great out there.
2: Wait, what? Thor is great. Thor. Thor's great out in space. Sense just
3: really good. Really making any sense to me? How about when Beast breaks it down on Captain Britain? He's like, "Yeah, you're one of the most powerful heroes in the world." You ever wonder why we don't
0: call you? Right, because you take charge and you do your own yeah. thing. Like that was great. And I don't. I tried reading the. Uh, I don't read. I've never read Captain Britain. Really, I tried reading that Captain Britain and MI Thirteen that highly touted series, but I only got so far in it. So I know I don't really know um, that he had that renegade kind of personality. But Beast laid it out on the line for him. That was great. Huh. I'm wondering how AVX ends. Guessing Jean Grey comes back. I
2: heard Thor dies.
0: Again. Ragnarok, part three. Like Fear Itself. That's how it happens. I'm surprised that, uh, I mean, whoop Cap. Knocked Wolverine out of the, the uh, Quinjet there I'm surprised that happened I mean so soon too What's going I on? was surprised Is that the beginning of A rift A rift Or is that Oh man we'll see I'm waiting for that I psych- love this the, I love the event though Me too It's
3: great I'm waiting for the
0: Cyclops Wolverine Come to
3: Jesus moment of Look I said some things You said some things But this is a mutant problem right now like, You're yeah. either an X-Men or you're not
2: I think this will lead into the Bendis uh, reboot of uh, X-Men Relaunch, just as long as they leave
0: Wolverine and the X Men alone. They have to. We'll see.
3: Bigger question: Does this end the schism for good?
0: Jonesy
1: we'll has been quiet. He's been playing words with draw no, something no, 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 no. Draw. Uh, draw something draw words during the whole episode. That that explains my bad mood. No, um, <laughs> I, I love you, Jonesy. I don't know. I, it's hard to picture where I think it's going to play out. Um... But I definitely think it's going to be something like how the Avengers, after Avengers Disassembled, you didn't see the Avengers that we know them as the lineup for, what, almost 10 years? Am I right? Eight years, yeah. You're right. So I think what what we're going to have here after Schism and uh, AVX is almost the same thing. You're going to have... The X-Men be so totally different, and the the friends and relationships so totally broken that it's going to be take uh, you know eight years for them to get back together as well. And that's that's really what they what they need by telling events like this is that you have, you know, everybody. For them, the Avengers are the team we just saw on the big screen, but you it stagnates when you had the same cast. So tell a story where they break up. And don't bring them back together right away. And I think that's... They're they're just running their their roulette, okay? Now we'll work on the Avengers. Avengers is kind of done. So let's get the X-Men out there. And then that's not a bad way to run your universe uh, to avoid a, a stagnant pool of teams. Can
2: I Can I throw this out there? Sure. Right now? X-Men big time. Right? Brand new day? Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, rotating uh, creative team three times a month. Yeah. They did that. I mean, con- solid every th- get rid all of, of all the, the other X titles. Get rid of adjective list, which is dog sh- <laughs> stuff.
3: They have the cast size for it. I mean, uh, X Men has like 20 X Men Legacy. As much as I love Rogue,
2: it's a great book. Beat it. Great. Maybe, maybe read. I know it, it's a great book. Don't argue with me okay. right now. Right.
3: We're on the same team. I thought you were going to trash it. No, it's fantastic. It's, it's probably
2: not the best. Dog. It's the best stuff. X book out uh, within the last five years. Well said. Continue. Uh, you read astonishing? Yes. Also great. Uh, get rid of those two. Give Rogue her own title. Don't do X Men
1: Legacy stuff. Starring uh, Rogue, featuring the X Men.
2: Three X Men titles a month. It's uncanny. Adjectiveless, Wolverine. And Legacy. And, uh, okay. There you go. Even though I think they already double shipped, so they're probably losing two titles a month that way. They're not going to do it. Forget they're not, it. Not those, God. They're
0: I mean, selling all those
3: Xbox like crazy. No way. <sighs> the one thing about AVX I can't wait to see if Marvel Editorial is to be believed, they promised us a definitive winner and the loser. And right now, the Avengers have an early lead. Wolverine's going to win.
1: I don't know that. Uh, it's gonna have to be X Men as the winner. I, you know what? Uh, this is what I think. Phoenix comes back, the X Men become the premier force to reckon with in the world. They win. Tom Brevoort has already said Phoenix does not. Jean Grey does not return. Well, it's a, it's called a red herring, bro. Of course, he's gonna Get say it. that. Get it,
3: red herring. One thing is great, red. <laughs> the Avengers and the X Men won't be friends for a long time after this.
1: Which doesn't break my heart. I. Uh, it's good rain. Good so stories, Ellen.
3: You're cold right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let's wrap it up.
1: It's getting I long. I This is a long fireside chat. It is
2: long. Uh, last show ever. <laughs> Breaking news. No, just Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I just started to cry. We'll see everybody next week. Peace.
4: <laughs>